We are live. Hello, folks. Mike Geary here with you alongside the creator of the Blind Mike Project, Craig Acone, who, uh, if you missed it on Patreon this week, absolutely threw me right under the bus. You threw yourself this, under the bus. With this Mittman guy. <laughs> I mean, Craig aligned himself very clearly. He made his loyalties very clear <laughs> when he was essentially chanting world star behind Bruce Mittman. <laughs> <laughs> As he says, go to patreon.com slash blind Mike. Watch the video, folks. As Craig says, boss, the guy only has six listeners. I doubled what he thought it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> This fucking weasel. I'll tell you, folks. You know, we made jokes early on in the Patreon that Craig would stab me in the back the first chance he got. And uh, I thought it was all fun and games until that fucking shrimp Mittman waddled on here. You you seppuku'd yourself beforehand. What, is, what does that mean? Uh, that's how uh, I think Asian warriors kill themselves if they lose. Ah, okay. You know. Um. Oh, well, well, then, now Craig must be lying because he told me several times, I really hated this phrasing, uh, Craig, to reassure me, texted me and then told me again yesterday. He goes, you know, I actually thought it was a pretty good interview. It was. Said, Craig, the guy sat down and told me to fuck myself. I called him a cocksucker. He called me a loser and he left. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. You, I don't know if that's an interview. <laughs> you, threw the you threw the first shot. You did. What did I say? You told him to buzz off. That's how it started. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's a shot. Although it is, it's funny. That is a thing. And maybe that's where uh, I've talked a lot in the last year and change. Well, I guess not a lot. Maybe twice I've mentioned this. But um, when uh, Portnoy and others have referenced like a woe is me guy in, in reference to me. And I had a lot. I struggled with that. I never knew where that came from. And I think that Midman thing was a good example where... I was like, ah, this fucking idiot. And then he sits down and he's like, well, who's this loser? And I was like, what? Why would he call me that? <laughs> well, you called yourself a loser directly that's before that. I know that's my point is I started it. <laughs> <laughs> I insulted myself. And then I was like, why would he say these things to me? <laughs> I was very hurt by it. It's, uh, there's something that I don't like. I, I, I forget that I'm not an alpha male, so that if I if I insult someone, they're just gonna come right back at me. <laughs> he's he's alpha as fuck. He's frightening. Isn't he like five two? Yeah, he's got the voice yeah. of a seven footer though. Well, I'll kick his ass. You tell him that. <laughs> I will. Craig. Oh shit! Bruce just <laughs> burned your ass. Ah, <laughs> uh, the fucking weasel. You can you know. Yeah, I want to point Go out that the, on, the uh, very Patreon. next slash blind Mike folks, but yeah, harass me all you want, but do don't let it be lost on you. Make sure you take note of the utter disloyalty <laughs> that this guy showed. It was bullshit. And, and then the very next day, who's in Bruce's studio? <laughs> I didn't know. That's <laughs> I was like fucking Tommy DeVito. I didn't know that's where I was headed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just told I was re I, had, I needed a place with a microphone. That's all. <laughs> I really wanted to get a picture of you with your feet on his desk. Well, listen, I'm not a confrontational guy. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, yes, but a lovely uh, episode of Why You Laughing coming soon. This is how uh, absorbed I was in this episode. I listened to the Late Shift book in its entirety this week. Uh, I watched the Late Shift movie, and I, you know, uh, as I do skimmed through a shit ton of interviews with Leno and Letterman and all that stuff to the point where today, when I was like, what are we going to talk about? I was like, Oh, obviously this Leno Letterman story is big. We got to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> it consumed my mind yeah. to the point. I thought it was actual news. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big story. <laughs> Everyone's talking about this. Uh, yeah. So look forward to that in about six months. It'll be out. It's a good episode. Really long. Yes. That's, the, that's always the measure of a good episode. Well, it's I thought incredibly long. It's mind-numbingly long. Well, normally I would have been like, "All right, let's like wrap it up," but I didn't even realize how long we'd done until you asked. Right. And I have the timer in front of me, and I didn't look at it. Um, I think Craig's best episode as well. Yeah, I said four words. You you have the the perfect dose of Craig. I ask a question, and he says yes. <laughs> yep. I think that's his best role. That was me. Nailed it. 
<sighs> well, it was a subject I, I literally knew nothing about, really. Really? Yeah. Well, there's no way you knew less with, uh, you know, Jackie Gleason or Lenny Bruce or any of that shit, right? Right. Well, plus Chris was in. I didn't want to, you know. Oh, no, no. I know. But I'm saying we've done episodes where you would know less, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that was an, I, one thing I'll address. I've heard, I've seen people like <laughs> mock me for using information that's on the internet on why are you laughing. And I'll confess, folks. That's where I get all my information. All all the information I have is public record. So nope. if, if I've fooled you into thinking I was breaking stories on why you're laughing, I am not. Just know before you listen that it is all information that's out there already. And you know what? That should be noted. Yeah. I, I, I feel very bad that I fooled people into thinking I was uh, breaking stories. Yeah, and if you, if you don't like it, don't listen. Just go read about it. Exactly. Yeah, read up. Read a book for God's sake. Or listen to it like I do. I love listening to books. Uh, it's a lot easier. Although it's daunting, like when you throw the late shift book on and it says like 15 hours to go. <laughs> or oh God, Jesus Christ. Or when someone's like, hey, have you read this book? And you're like, fuck, how do I answer? I say yes. I do too. Yes, I have. I do too. And then uh, I get shit on when they find that. I think way. it's rude to ask a blind guy if they've read something. Yeah. Did you, you, know? fe- did you feel this one? Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Hmm. Where should we start today? I don't know. Well, the, oh, well, we're up against March Madness. I forgot. That's right. That is today. So this is, we'll be doing play by play of, uh, some of the first round games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a uh, blind Mikey smokes. <laughs> oh God. Is that what he's doing? He used to do that on radio all the time. Tommy Smokes? Yeah, they would do uh, play-by-play. Like, that was, like, radio during this time of the year for Barstool Radio. Oh, oh Barstool Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I was thinking, like, AM radio or so. I was like, there's oh, no, no way he had a job in radio. No, he he would uh, do play-by-play because it allegedly brought Portnoy luck. Oh, what a fun. I'm sorry I missed that segment. Mm, it was long and obnoxious. One thing I always respected uh, Felger and Maz for is like when they were on up against a Red Sox game. Yep. Though Felger would always say like, "I'm not talking Red Sox because if you gave a shit, you'd be listening to the Red Sox." So it's a great point. Uh, whereas like other like like that, like you just said they'll be doing play by play or discussing the game that's going on or discussing off season moves or uh, uh, trade deadline moves around a game that's going on. It's like who do you think is listening to this? Correct. Exact. No one. Um, do you give a shit about uh, brackets? I've lost interest. I never really like college sports at all. Any sport. Oh, but yeah, the brackets are fun. Everyone gets involved usually. I haven't done a bracket since high school, maybe. I haven't done one in the last couple of years, and I don't really... I thought I would miss it. I don't really. I haven't done fantasy football. I don't miss that in a lot of years. I haven't done that. Although the one thing it has done is taken me like out of sports entirely. I, Where like now I know nothing. I'll see shit on Twitter or whatever now that like uh, MLB free agents are signing. Yeah, and they're like, "Can you believe the uh, whoever you know the Mets are signing this player?" And I'm like, "I can believe it because I have no idea who that is." <laughs> when I was younger, I would um, I would know like every player on every team. Yeah, and uh, it just goes away. <laughs> and I imagine that's why fantasy would be good for. Now, because you would kind of keep it keeps up you with involved. It. Yeah, yeah, I used to because I was always playing Madden and MLB the Show and listening to sports talk radio, so I was in the loop. I only but not anymore. I only know quarterbacks and like wide receivers. Um, to give you, so I'm not into sports anymore. To give you a little taste of what I am into, what what I do, um, listen to throughout my day. Bring up the commercial that I sent you, <laughs> Craig. Okay, this is an example, by the way. Uh, Craig and I, most of our texts are just links with no replies. Um, cause we, I think we both have an understanding. This is just something that'll be brought up on the show. There's no need to go back and forth. Um, yet it's odd to send someone this <laughs> and not get a reaction. <laughs> I did. And laugh. just like, yeah, that's normal. I expected this message. <laughs> I did laugh at it. So I, uh, I was watching, don't remember what I was wanting. Oh, I looked up a clip of something yesterday on YouTube. I can't remember what it was. 
and this song played. However, it was only the first, like, five seconds. I only got the first line. We'll get to listen to the entire song today, which I think is fun. See if you can guess. Does it say the product on the screen? Yep. Damn. And the title. Hmm. Of the video. So that whole Can we just play the audio? Uh, It's already on the screen. Oh, all right. Well, I guess, hold on. I can, I mean, there's only a few people in here, so... Audio, uh, I mean, the, the people listening on Monday. There he goes again, folks. Nobody nobody likes this podcast. No one's listening to this thing. Thousands and thousands of people. Bruce, Bruce get in here. <laughs> There's <laughs> only a few people watching. Thousands and thousands of people listen to this. Yes. Only a few, uh, you know. Millions. Pat- yeah, patrons. This is a paid, billions and billions. This is a paid platform. Yeah, so let's get a little taste of the commercials. Uh, we've had a strange time where certain things are not allowed on YouTube. Right. Yeah. And certain things are paid advertisements on YouTube. Hi, I'm a pubic hair. Yeah, I'm just a pube and it's not fair. All I ever wished to be was just another hair. Pause. But when <laughs> right there is all I got. All I got is I'm just a pube and it's not fair. All I ever wished to be was just another hair. I rushed to my phone and the commercial had ended. <laughs> this is, this pube is, by the way, is as thick as a BX cable. <laughs> it's huge. So what is this for? Is this just for like Razor. razors? Yeah. That shave your genitals? Yep. So like manscaped, essentially. Yep. Except this is when, when women are like, we can do that too, you know. Yeah, they have singing pubes. Now, my question would be, because it seems like kind of a parody of a Disney cartoon. So are they... (laughs) Are they targeting children that are have yet that are entering the pubic hair stage? (laughs) I like the uh, the guy at the pitch meetings probably like, listen, we got the movie Frozen meets Sweeney Todd meets Pussy. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's got everyone. It's got everything. (laughs) Yes. Keep playing this. Look at me. The ruling from society was ill, not you. Oh, what's a curl to do? Well, I don't know like if you caught that. A curl what's to a do? curl to do? <laughs> that's that's pretty funny, actually. It's it, it's kind of funny. <laughs> this is good advertising. Who is this for? Venus? Yeah. Venus. Oh. Is that like the I'm I'm your Venus, I'm your fire? Your that, desire. Yep. Yeah. That's those commercials? Yep. I think they've hit a home run again. <laughs> they've come a long way. That the, the first song stuck in my head for 15 years, and now this will. <laughs> this pussy hair is like six feet long. Like, this person forgot about it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's why they need Venus. <laughs> I think they need... Oh, I'm just a pubic hair. <laughs> I think they need like a chainsaw, possibly. <laughs> I hope this is the ne- the pubic hair is like the next flow. Yeah. Where they gave it one commercial and they're like, this thing is a monster. We have no choice. You ever <laughs> it's the seen, Geico Gecko. You ever seen those Indian commercials, or not commercials, but the Indian guys that grow out their nails for the Guinness Book of World Records? No. It, is it specifically Indian guys? Uh, it always seems to be. Okay. It seems but like a generalization. The, uh, the, uh, the nails get disgusting, long, curly. And this okay. is exactly what this thing looks like, but with a smiley face on it. <laughs> Let's keep playing. They're showing perfect skin and shiny hair. But what about this other world inside your underwear? It's okay to say I You really can see pubic. No need to be ashamed. <laughs> it's very well done, I gotta say. It is. There's something diabolical about this little follicle. <laughs> Some great lines. I've had this stuck in my head all day, so I just wanted to share it with you people. Uh, it's a very get stuck in your head type song. I think it's great advertising. Yeah. I'd say. Oh, but, so my question is, I guess. I would say so. Like, YouTube you know, censors people for all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Was there no one there that said, like, do we want the singing pubic hair commercial? Is that what we should 
<laughs> Is that who we should be championing? We got to appeal to six-year-olds, you know? <laughs> I respect the moxie of making a very adult product and targeting children well, in the what, advertising. Yeah, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, who exactly was this commercial for? Right. Mommy, I want to shave my pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I know they weren't in my stocking. <laughs> I also like the idea that in this commercial, the pubic hair is jealous of like hairs on your head. I know. Why do like, you- I'm just a fucking curly thing. I'm stuck in your pants. You get I'm to just a bill, <laughs> just a regular bill. <laughs> that should be the, the spoof. <laughs> a downtrodden pubic hair? Yeah. Oh, gee. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to rhyme pube with drain, but it, that's what my head went to immediately. Mm. Pube lube. Tube. Tube. Tube could be. I'm just a pube, just a little old pube, and I'm about to go down the tube. I guess. <laughs> we'll give you some work. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just picturing a, a really sad pube on the, on the, uh, the shower drain. Like, fuck, it's today the day that I actually get jarred loose from the side of the shower. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should write. Like, uh, did you ever see the movie Sausage Party? Yeah. Just that, but all the characters are pubes that have come to life. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the first 20 minutes of that movie are fantastic, and then it's terrible. It's a very shallow... I think it kind of defines what Seth Rogen has become. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's obviously an analogy for religion. Uh, or an old... Uh, what do they call it? Uh, an allegory for religion. Um... Like, that's what the whole storyline is. And it's, I mean, the most shallow thing. It's like Seth Rogen thinking he's deep. I just like, I just like the, uh, that, that, uh, they think that it's a good thing when they go home to, with somebody. And then, and then there's like the saving private Ryan with like an Oreo's fillings falling out. Like, <laughs> yeah. There, there's, it, it's a funny premise and there's funny aspects to it. But I remember, I only saw it once in theaters and I remember being disappointed with it. Well, yeah, like like I said, the first twenty minutes is great. Yeah, and then after that, it is literally the longest feeling, most boring shit I've ever seen. Uh, speaking of, uh, remind me about uh, comedy shows and films in a moment. But first, I'll tell you about our friends at kljack.com. Uh, you know, like we were just talking about. Uh, you know, drains and bathrooms, things like that. If you're doing any remodeling, cutting, drilling, all that sort of man stuff, mm. and you're sick of dealing with hardware stores, bare shelves at the hardware store, or uh, supply chain problems, never fear, because KL Jack is here. Go to kljack.com and use promo code TIM10. That's like our t- friend Tim Ridgels and the number 10, Tim10, at checkout for 10% off your first order. Go to kljack.com. If you are doing, uh, what kind of products do they have there, Craig? Uh, 3M, Lennox, DeWalt, and the strong, durable, American-made Viking brand drill bits and cutting tools. Wow. I have to ask Craig because that's how little of a man I am. So if you're like me and don't know anything about this stuff, KLJack.com will help you out. And they're a family-owned and operated business out of Maine. They've got locations all over Maine and New Hampshire. But if you're not uh, in the greater Maine, New Hampshire area, don't worry, because they ship nationwide. So go to kljack.com, use promo code TIM10 at checkout, get 10% off your first order. Um, kljack.com, tell them, uh, tell them Blind Mike sent you, huh? <laughs> yeah, tell them that, but but use code. Oh, was that a real thing they did back in the day? Like uh, you just walk in, like uh, the episode of Seinfeld where George just walks in and goes, Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> was that how promo codes worked in old times? I, I always, I, I always heard those, and I was like, I want to try that because what, like, it was like a, I don't, I don't remember what it'd be like for a restaurant or something. Yeah, so tell like, them the big O sent you, but yeah. I was never like, hey, you guys, so you guys know Glenn Ordway, right? <laughs> <laughs> Some girl that's in high school is like, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Well, he told me to tell you that he sent me. So these mozzarella sticks are 
free or what are we doing here? <laughs> so these are full price. You're telling me. <laughs> I don't understand. I know Glenn Ordway. Big O. <laughs> That's Tim Ten. Do you not understand me? Ten percent off. You live in North You're Dakota. Boom. Ten percent discount. You live in uh, I don't know Arkansas. Ten percent discount. Anywhere oh. in this nation, it's ten percent. Alaska. That didn't say no. You know, what I thought was fun is uh, it's tax season, as you probably know. Now it sounds like I'm going into another ad read. <laughs> <laughs> We're all getting ready for tax season, folks. Um, Patreon like breaks it down so that you're taxed. Like if someone, you know, lives in Arizona, you're ta- that like they, they're, they're, you know, whatever they paid is taxed based on Arizona laws. Mm. So it goes around like state by state. And I'm so dumb. I thought it was like the, I was like, wow, that is really awesome that they did that. And then it dawned on me that that's probably like legally they have to do that. Yes. (laughs) They have no choice. I was like, thank you, Patreon. (laughs) You're really helping me out. Like if, uh, where's Patreon based out of any idea? I don't know. I'm a, I would assume San Francisco, but I'm not sure. That's a good guess. Where is Patreon located? Wow, great call. Yeah, I figured. So yeah, you don't want to pay you don't want to pay those taxes. No you're anywhere. Certainly not. Especially if you're me and you live in a tax free state. Yeah. You can suck my dick, Newsom. <laughs> Fuck you. You're not getting me this time. You piece of shit. <laughs> what's uh what's the world of Jerry talking about today? Uh today was a lot of Leah Thomas and then uh I figured. Yeah, that Mish um Michaels. Mish Michael. Did you see a, a heavyweight in political thought weighed in on that Leah Thomas issue? Uh, yeah, like literally heavy. <laughs> yes, physically heavy. <laughs> a, t- a ton of weight weighed in. Uh, I thought that, that was a little strange, no? Out of character, not strange, but uh, out of character, I thought. Let me pull it up real quick. I feel like he comments on this stuff semi-frequently. Oh, does he? Well, I, I feel like I've seen him do it before. Okay. Someone sent it to me and I was like, oh, that's odd. <laughs> Weird. Because usually he's shoving hot dogs down his face and yelling about the baseball strike. True. Uh, Frank the Tank from uh, Barstool Sports <laughs> weighed in on the Leah Thomas issue. Yeah, it says uh, it's the Sports uh, Sports Center post of... Uh, Leah Thomas went in the 500-yard freestyle. And he quote tweets it and says, this is not fair competition. You can you can get hormones, you can have surgery to change genitalia, but the bone structure and muscles that are genetically different create an unfair advantage. <laughs> I, I felt like someone just like, you know, copy and pasted Joe Rogan's transcript to Frank the Tank's Twitter. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Wow, that's a name we haven't said on this program in a while. I've tried to avoid it, but it was appropriate there. Jerry Callahan's Twitter, all right? <laughs> has, he, uh, has he had any shows of any relevance lately? Oh, I haven't really looked. I don't know. I'm going to look right now. But his boy, uh, Doug Stanhope, just put out a special, I guess, on Netflix. <sighs> I watched the first 30 minutes of it. I thought it was terrible. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked by this. I wasn't the biggest fan. Have you watched it yet? No. It's not that great. Huh. Have you, have you ever liked Doug Stanhope? Yes, very much so. Really? Yes. What was the issue? Um, It was like all dead kid jokes. And it's like, dude, it's like those are like, it's not two, year 2000 anymore. We're past those. <laughs> oh, meaning like you thought he was just going for shock value or something? Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. Huh. I'd be, I'm surprised by that. I saw him. He, he did very little stand up at Skankfest. Um, but when he did, he was very funny. Although I don't think he was doing like material. He was just kind of riffing. Apparently he filmed this last May. Oh, and they just released it on YouTube. Yeah. I had a feeling it was something like that. Cause I saw, uh, Shane Gillis tweeted out and the way he phrased it made me, I was like, Oh, is this maybe an older special that he just put up on YouTube? Yeah. I don't know. It was, uh, it was, um, he had a couple funny jokes. Like he was talking about how, uh, when people, when their kid dies, they always have a GoFundMe, but they don't realize like that's the the best loan they could get is they don't have to pay for like braces and shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Which that was funny, but like it went on for 30 minutes. 
Hmm. I was like, all right, all guy. Right, well, we got it. He's no Chris Oconi, I suppose, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I've, I've never I've never referenced that twice because for some reason that popped into my head today. Chris Oconi, <laughs> the creator of the Blind Mike Project. Yeah, I know. I had it written out, and that was not what was on the paper. <laughs> it was like a you can see me. I'd love to see that piece of paper. It actually said like the CEO of <laughs> Mitcom <Blind> Mike Industries. <laughs> I own Mitcom. <laughs> Mitcom. <laughs> um. Well, that's a shame. I was I was thinking about watching Doug Stanhope special. I mean, I'm sure I still will, but. I might be, I might just be dumb or something, but you, I think you've actually hated like every special I've enjoyed. What else? Bo Burnham. I didn't hate that. Um, wasn't there another one we disagreed on? Uh, I didn't find. Oh, Louie. Didn't you say you didn't like the Louie special? Yeah. That I have to sit and rewatch because I watched it pretty late. Yeah. I thought that was also very good. Yeah. This guy Craig doesn't know what he's talking. It was a Louie special. It didn't jump out at me as opposed to the rest of his stuff. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Guy's a hack, I guess. Not at all. Craig's got more of a, a, a judgmental eye for this stuff. The us simpletons that don't get on stage and perform. Yeah, I like bet. Craig, we don't we don't get it. I've been there. Yeah, we, we we just don't get it. We're we're commoners, civilians, as they say. Now, will you be disappointed if you don't do stand up at the Wilbur? Me? Yeah. Have you met me? Wouldn't that be kind of cool to have? Be disappointed? No, I would not be. Wouldn't that be kind of cool to have on the uh, resume? I've done stand up at a sold out Wilbur. I guess, but (laughs) they're not there for me. Put it that way. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think it would go particularly well. That would make it go well then. (laughs) No matter what, Uh, you can't lose. No, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be particularly disappointed. But um, oh, the other the comedy thing I wanted to mention was uh, you see Mike Myers is getting a show on Netflix. No. I've never, I cannot think of another one. Let me know in the comments if you can think of a, an equivalent name. I can't think of anyone who has had one movie completely derail their career the way the love guru did to Mike Myers. I didn't hate that movie. That doesn't shock me. But I didn't, lo- I didn't like love it, but I, I, it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever seen. Doug Stanhope, awful. Love Guru, great. See now, says Craig. now you're uh, you're taking what I'm saying and just taking <laughs> liberties with it. Craig says Doug Stanhope is a hack, and the Love Guru is better than Caddyshack. Now, now that's not that's not true. <laughs> Print it and go to uh, what am I looking for? What do they call printing papers? Go to press with this. What am I looking for? Go to uh, printing press. No, I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> so with the Doug's, so Doug Stanhope special, I'm like I said, I'm 30 minutes in. There's still an hour left. Oh, so it's an hour and a half long? It's long. I can get the exact. Oh, boy. It's long. It's wicked long. Jim Jeffries would do that, too. Where it's like, even in his heyday, because I love Jim Jeffries uh, at his best. But it's like, this feels like a lot. <laughs> hour 22. That's a lot, especially now where no one has any fucking attention span. Yeah. But no, from what I know of Stanhope, that's probably why he did it that way, you know? Yeah. It was funny, though. He came out with like a uh, like a lawyer wrote like an apology. And he read it um, and he was like, yeah, I just like to get ahead of these things. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny, but also kind of like, all right. Huh. All right, well, he's no Craig Oconey, they say about Doug Stanhope. This is the New York Times. His special about him killing his mom. That was very good. It was amazing. Yeah. He also has, uh, again, I don't, uh, these things pop into my mind, and I have no rhyme or reason as to why. But uh, for whatever reason, the other day, I thought of uh, Jake LaMotta, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, the focus of Raging Bull, mm-hmm. who got into stand-up, and Doug Stanhope is a great, joke and this is true because i heard jake lamada on opie and anthony do this exactly where he has a funny little line he comes out and says uh if someone asks him about sugar ray he says oh i fought sugar ray so many times it gave me diabetes 
and that gets a laugh. And then, but he was so fucking old and had taken so many blows to the head. Mm-hmm. That like 10 minutes later, he'll, he'll forgot he said it. And just out of nowhere go, I fought Sugar Ray so many times, it gave me diabetes. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, cute. <laughs> Ten minutes later, he'll do it again. <laughs> he just keeps throwing that line out. Cute. Yikes. Um, when are you guys doing hack comedians for Why Are You Laughing? Uh, well, I had an idea about that. We'll, yes. we'll see. Who knows? I didn't know. I read that because there was a chance to possibly tease it. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. Um, there's not, some ideas around that. Uh, someone gave me a good idea. Uh, I think our pal Box Eating Dad. He's all over the place right now. He's a guy who, uh, he's a father, but he still likes licking puss. Yeah, that's right. And so it's a man I respect. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he had a pretty good idea. Uh, I guess I've referenced Byron Allen many times, apparently. I don't realize I do it, but I think I bring him up once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, I have no real knowledge of Byron Allen. He's like, something good for the Patreon, because it probably doesn't warrant the Why You Laughing episode. Oh, it might. He's like, it could be funny for the Patreon uh, if you just do like kind of a pseudo Why You Laughing about Byron Allen. And I was like, that's actually perfect for uh, vacation when I'm away. Yeah, that, that could... That or that that might be worth a real episode. I'll do. Here's what I'll do is I'll do the usual process for why are you laughing and see what you got. See what we've got and then make the decision. Is this a full episode or is it a Patreon episode? That's a good idea. You know, I brought I brought a Byron Allen on this show last week, I think. It comes up a lot in my life and I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand why really. Wherever you are, Byron Allen is. <laughs> All right, wasn't he in the running for buying the Broncos yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, dude's worth like half a billion. I think he's worth a. I think he's a billionaire. I thought I. I feel like I looked it up, didn't I? Look it up. I don't know what show it was on anymore. Net worth. Oh, this might have actually been VGS. I'm not sure. Uh um, four hundred fifty million. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was uh at twice that. I did too. He, I think he owns the Weather Channel or owned. The Weather Channel? He, um, let's see. Byron Allen is an American comedian and, no, he's not, and television producer who has a net worth of $450 million. He is best known as the head of U.S. entertainment company, Entertainment Studios. He also owns and operates Allen Media Group, AMG. Uh, he is one of the most under the radar, extremely successful people in Hollywood. <clears throat> yeah. He's, so, oh uh, my God, he's 60. I'm assuming you, what's up? He's 60. Yeah, I figured he was an older guy for sure. That seems way too old. <laughs> yeah, so I assume he wasn't going into by the Broncos himself. No, he was probably like a partner of some kind. Um, where were we? Oh, Mike Myers. So, <laughs> Mike Myers made the Love Guru, and I never watched it. Craig is one of Craig's all-time favorites. <laughs> <laughs> he said he Craig started a Kickstarter to try and get a sequel made for it. Right, right, and it didn't take off for some reason. No, it didn't. Um, but it was, uh, you know, critically panned and, uh, he has not been in anything since. Like, I think he was in Inglorious Bastards for like four seconds. Yep. And the, uh, Queen movie. Go to Mike Myers IMDb. See what he's been in since. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody. But how long was he in that? He was, um, the guy that said no one's going to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody, the song. I didn't see the movie though. Was that a big uh, role? Uh... It kind of came up. Hmm. Let's see. He wasn't the star of the film is the point. This guy was huge. Mike Myers was enormous. Wayne's World and Austin Powers, money-wise, are probably two of the biggest franchises in comedy comedy movie history. Yeah, definitely. I would think, right? Yeah, you're definitely right. Franchises? there's There's not that many to even start with. There are too many, probably, but... uh. Yeah, like The Hangover or um, trying to think of others that have like sequels that made money. That's another episode for Why You Laughing, comedy sequels. Oh, shit. Austin Powers 4 is being rumored. That's been like 15 years they've been saying that. I've never seen it on IMDb before. I have. Oh. Yeah. Um, Untitled David O. Russell. What the fuck? He's on a TV show. 
Oh, is that the uh, Netflix one, the Pentaverate? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, there's apparently a short, an Uber Eats short with uh, Cardi B in. See, like, there's an, <laughs> he hasn't done anything. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody in 2018. Yeah. Uh, Terminal in 2018. Okay. Uh, Shrek, something from 2017. Which is probably like a short or something. Yeah. Um, he apparently did a whole bunch of uh, Saturday Night Live in 2015. What do you mean he did Saturday Night Live in 2015? Oh, he got credit for it in 2015. What's the last thing he was in? I'm saying what's the last movie or show he was like actually in? Not uh, where he's like, hey, it's Mike Myers. Short, That's wacky. Short, 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 short video. Glorious uh, Bohemian Rhapsody would be it. Yeah, so nothing. 2018. The love guru, despite its success in the Oconee house, derailed his career. And I can't think of another movie. Like, there's plenty of other bombs that people have had that ultimately ruin their career. But I can't think of a guy who was in a dog shit movie and then just, like, didn't work again. That was as big as Mike Myers. Well, it was Love Guru, it was 20, 2008, Glorious mm-hmm. Bastards, 20, 2009. I keep yeah. saying 20. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm scrolling further down, and then all of a sudden, there's just hit after hit. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. He he was in monsters. I forgot Shrek. <laughs> I said Wayne's World and Austin Powers. I forgot about Shrek. Oh yeah, Shrek's Shrek's like one of the biggest. It's on Netflix now too. Um, so it seems like he's trying to make a comeback. And then I saw like he got a Netflix show, and I was like, okay, maybe that could be interesting. Maybe he'll have like a different perspective now that he's a lot older and everything and then i found out he is playing eight characters in the show oh really and i was like this how often does this work holy shit wayne's world one and two were a year apart i think wayne's world two is like the highest grossing comedy sequel ever if i'm not mistaken let's find out this guy was like a money-making machine yeah, I mean, the Austin Powers movies are maybe some of the most popular comedies in the world. I mean, Wayne's World also, I would say. Yeah, but I mean... That's easily the most successful SNL movie. Um, so, uh, Hangover 2 is number one. Okay. Ted 2, number two. Oh, okay, so it's not even close. Meet the Fockers. Oh, all right, that was way off. Uh, Less Untouchables? All right, all right. You've hammered it home. I was wrong. It's got to be on but this list. But the point is, they made some money. It's got to be on this list somewhere. Yeah. So Mike Myers' show, I assume, is going to be a disaster. Oh, I'm sorry. This is uh, comedies. It's not It's not sequel, so you still could be right. Up in the air. Flag on the play. I guess. Not if The Hangover 2 is first, though. The Hangover 2 is first. Ted 1 is 2. Ah, okay. All right. All right. Thank God we solved that mystery. Mm. Well, I, I, I mean, Hangover 1 was so, you know, huge that the second one, there was so much buzz for it. They it made like, the same movie twice. Three times. I didn't see the third one. It's the same thing. It's just, they're on different when locations. I, I, so I saw the Hangover 2 in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, Knowing, like, I loved the, the my... Hangover came out at the exact right time for like my generation. Like I had just graduated high school, like the week it came out. Right. Um, so uh, we like, you know, we loved it. And then the second one came out and I was like, eh, I'm sure it'll be funny at least. Like it won't be as good obviously, but I'm sure it'll be funny. It was the exact same movie to the point where the uh, theater that I was in, there was an audible groan when they revealed that Zach Galifianakis drugged them again. <laughs> like literally everyone in the theater went, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> we all out loud agreed, at least make that different. <laughs> no shit. Don't make it the exact same reason that they can't remember anything. <laughs> or, or go all in and make 10 of the same movie. And every, <laughs> yeah, right. In the end, is always Zach Galifianakis drugging you. We're always like, what? They did it again? Come on! I thought they'd shake it up this time. Have you ever walked out of a movie? Uh, Hail Caesar, which I think has mixed reviews. I think some people like it a lot. 
I'm, I just didn't get it, I guess. Like, it was over my head. I uh, I went with my buddy PJ, and I, I hated it, but I'm always self-conscious. I'm like, I'm sure I'm just not understanding it. And uh, my buddy PJ leans over to me and goes, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't know, man. Do you want to just leave? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, uh, I don't know if I've ever left. That's the only one. Master of Disguise you walked out of? Kirk 5K. Don't talk to them like they're here. <laughs> Let me know who you're talking Sorry. to. Sorry. I thought I pulled. I, ah, what? I Your mother's a pig. <laughs> I That movie was stupid, but the impressions and stuff were awesome. Um, I even as a fucking nine year old or whatever I was when that came out, when I saw the trailer where Dana Carvey says, Am I too turtly for the turtle club? Yeah. And then it proceeds to go turtle, turtle as he moves his shoulders up and down. I, at age, whatever I was, was like, nah, I'm all set. No, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. I, I The Jaws impression or that jaw, that was like one of my favorite things he's ever done. That movie is literally, I mean, I I didn't see the movie, so I'm, I'm talking shit, I guess. But from what it's I understand bad. of the premise is they were basically, they basically just admitted we can't find the proper vehicle to put Dana Carvey in. Right. So we're just literally going to make up a premise where he can do a million impressions. Correct. There's no reason for it. We, it's just basically saying, watch how many impressions he can do. If you get past the plot, it's a fun movie. <laughs> I'm sure. Craig likes every dog shit movie. No, no, no. There's, I try to find the good in everything. Uh, what a guy. Yeah. What a deep mind. There wasn't much in there, but there was some. I wouldn't have walked out. <laughs> uh, if only we could all have Craig's perspective on life. Damn right. Um, where were we going? Mike Myers, eight characters, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> if we want to darken the mood a little bit. Of course. We're speaking of comedy here. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about older comedies. And I guess you could say comedy has changed a lot over time. Um, so I mentioned the other day on uh, KMS that I was listening to some old radio show and it uh, I was stunned at the level of um, progression we've gone through in what we can say on air, what we can talk about, what's accepted and even kind of what's like overlooked kind of. Uh, as opposed to now. And this is an example, you know, I know I always rail against uh, PC culture. <laughs> this is an example of something that's a good thing that we cracked down on. <laughs> we stopped allowing this. And I'm glad Craig hasn't listened to it yet because I'm curious what your reaction will be. Okay. No. So this is a clip from the Ron and Fez show. Uh, we talked about the great Fez Watley when he passed. Um, this is from the WNEW era. So around 2002, they're doing a segment uh, you know, some confession segment where basically they're talking about things they've done when they were younger that they regret. So like, uh, you know, Ron might talk about like his drinking days or, um, you know, stealing a fucking candy bar when he was 10 years old, whatever that type of shit. And then they asked their producer, Billy Staples, um, if there's anything he regrets, he mentions a story about, uh, some sort of theft, like he robbed someone um, and then that's where we enter here, I believe. If we stole from empty campsites and never apologized for it, and it's bothered me ever since. How old were you? Uh, 10 or 11. 11, that was the year. Actually, yeah, it was just before, just, I actually must have been 12. It was right after my dad died. It was 12, so. But we had this whole tent full of booze and stereos and stuff, so. Really? Out of all the horrible things you've done in your life, that's the one you feel the most guilty about? Well, that and molesting a girl who's passed out. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. I was in my late oh, 20s. God. Keep listening, though. Oh, my God, dude. I gotta take a shower. <laughs> Keep listening. So they're like, they're, they're certainly disappointed in him. But the tone of the rest of the show is like, Oh, Billy, you piece of shit. But they're more focused on like the hundred dollars he owes Fez from a bet on the dolphins. <laughs> oh my God. He's talking about. It's just like another in a line of things this rascal has done. 
Oh, so wow, stealing beer is the worst thing you've done? Uh, no, I also not getting me PGA. So <laughs> you heard. I gotta say, you know, uh, it took a lot for me to get to this point. <laughs> but when I heard that, I thought to myself, maybe the Me Too movement had a point. <laughs> I thought it always had a point. They just took advantage maybe, of it. Maybe we needed to pull back on the reins a little bit. The Me Too era, Me Too, the public. It was so I was I was listening to that, and the video is called like uh, Billy Staples' creepy confession or something yeah, like that. Exactly, that's exactly. And right. I was kind of I was dozing off, and they're talking about this like bet that uh, they they made a bet on the Dolphins. And Billy claims like he doesn't owe Fez money and Fez claims he does. And they're going back and forth on that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where is this confession? And I'm kind of drifting off into dreamland. And I hear him say, <laughs> well, that and molesting a girl that was passed out. Mm. And he goes on to say, well, keep playing for a second. Yeah. How old was she? 15? No. Eight? She was, her brother trusted me to drive her home. And <laughs> Oh, my God. So... What did you do? You pulled over. Yeah, just kind of took off all her clothes and stuff, and with oh, all her stripped clothes. her, stripped her. Yeah, she was like semi-conscious and stuff. <laughs> just did a little diddling. Did you run a batch on her? No, I didn't think of that. So your friends, your best friend's sister. I hardly knew the guy really. Passed out. <laughs> that was what I wanted you to hear. Oh. Whereas justification was like, I mean, we're, I wouldn't say we're friends. Oh my god, dude. Is that not wild? That's insanity. That would be if that was said on the radio today. Oh, <laughs> first of all, it would never get on the radio. No, nowhere. Close. They'd be dumping for it would be a, they need a seven hour dump to get far enough away from that. Yeah. But if it did slip through the cracks, that would be, I mean, national news. We're in 2002 and that we're talking like Howard Stern's peak. Like that's legitimately where he peaked. People didn't give a fuck. <laughs> that's what that's what society was, I guess, where you could hear that on the radio and be like, oh, you son of a gun. You might hear it on the radio and then they'll be kidding, 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 kidding. Not uh, an ex- like extremely long, detailed explanation of what, what exactly happened. The mile marker he was at where he pulled over like that. No, he just made you. Yeah, he diddled her is what he said. <laughs> and then, like, if you listen to the rest of the show, like women call in. But and and they're like, you fucking creep. But they're not like, what the fuck? <laughs> like no one is outraged by it. Like women will call in and be like, I think that's pretty shitty of Billy to have done that. Like it, it's almost a discussion of morals. <laughs> like, so uh, I don't even know what to fucking say. It's fucked up, right? That's so fucked up. I felt I, I felt it was my duty to bring that to the show when I heard it. <laughs> But I also think, like, my thought was, it's a perfect example of why you shouldn't delete shit. Like, you know, they del- they've deleted episodes of um, Sunny and Thirty Rock and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's damaging because, like, say this was scrubbed from the internet for some reason. I think it's like a, a interesting marker in history where you can go back and listen and be like, boy, they really did. Like, it almost help society from repeating their own mistakes. Well, Bill Cosby, realizing that that was accepted 20 years ago. Yeah. B- Bill Cosby used to have a bit about drugging chicks and fucking them. Spanish fly. Right. So it's, it's but, changed uh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's also funny. Cause if you, uh, uh, the more I listened, uh, people like someone called in and called him a rapist. And he's like, Whoa, it wasn't rape. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was like offended. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I said semi-conscious. <laughs> uh, yeah, so pretty crazy. It's I don't know. not I funny. Thought, I thought it was worth uh, playing just to give people a perspective. Like, I mean, I always say that it's crazy that they would get away with saying like the N-word and the F-word on regular radio, stuff like that. But that was one where I was like, all right. <laughs> That is insanity. I was not expecting Some adult that. should have drawn the line. <laughs> yeah, Kirk 5K says the police would be called. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I was like, how are they not coming down the door now? <laughs> yeah, like the statute of limitations. I guess the person couldn't press charges if they weren't even conscious. Yeah, right. And the way he like he laughed about it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I guess he always has a defense if it was just a radio bit. It wasn't true. Oh, sure. But I mean, you know. 
Which is fucked tell. <laughs> I mean, that's fucked up, uh, you know, defense, but I don't it's know. Even, but even if he's lying, it's a weird thing for content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no one would do that now to be like, oh, this will be a zany conversation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fez is just like, you know, it's going to get the people going. <laughs> what else it reminded me of is uh, that the kid from the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah. minor leaguer? Yeah, Netzer or whatever. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Where everyone, like, every, when everyone heard that, they were like, what the fuck? Whereas 20 years ago, someone did the exact same thing on the radio and people were like, oh, Billy. <laughs> that's just Billy. Oh, Billy, you've done it again. <laughs> you and your hijinks. Silly Billy. <laughs> Stunt boy was really taken to another level back then. Now, I'm assuming they talk about this for the rest of that episode. No. I told you they move on to the bet that he welched on. <laughs> They're like, you know, Billy, there's a lot of things you do wrong. There's this. There's not paying your $100 bet. <laughs> He doesn't even say, like, I, I touched a girl's boobs when she was, like, asleep. He's oh, he like, says he molested her. I molested her. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> He's like, well, I hardly knew the guy. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. Her brother, eh, I just kind of have a couple beers with him once in a while. Yeah. Pretty crazy, I thought, but that's mm. uh, the way it was back then. Wild. Um, now, back to uh, more modern news. I, we've we've not at all talked about uh, the Pete Davidson Kanye feud. We didn't, but I am kind of intrigued by it. And now, like, I guess so he, he got kicked off Instagram. Oh yes. What is the racial slur that he used? Uh, I'm assuming I don't want to get kicked off here. If Kanye can't say it, I can't imagine I can. But is it uh, Uncle something? <laughs> um, Kanye in a sense deleted. Oh, what what he said is a slur referring to a black person who rejects their ethnicity. Yeah, but what is that? Because uh, unless it's Uncle Tom, I've never heard it before. It's uh, a word that is uh, also a song you sing by a fire. Song you sing by a fire. Mm-hmm, my lord. That's a racial slur. Apparently, according to this article, which I don't want to test the waters. <laughs> <laughs> that was a kid's song. I know. That's a slur. It's spelled K-U-M. Yeah. B-A. Hmm. Pause, pause, pause. Y-A. <laughs> Boy, I did not know. You learn something new every day, huh, folks? Apparently. Now, if it's racist against African-Americans, why isn't Kanye allowed to say it? You know? Uh, maybe the algorithm just goes for anyone saying it. I don't know. I feel like if Kanye typed the N-word on Instagram, it wouldn't kick him off. Um, it's in the name of one of his songs. <laughs> it is? Yeah. Which for one? albums or something. Which one? Uh, he did it with Jay-Z. They're in Paris, I believe. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah, so I don't know. I couldn't believe he got kicked off, but uh, <laughs> Trevor, Paris, Noah, Trevor Noah basically said that um, Kanye was harassing Kim Kardashian. And basically, I, I've been agreeing with Trevor Noah a lot this week. I don't know oh, why. I know. <laughs> the guy is on a roll. Well, that, that other, the Trump thing, I was like, did he just say that out loud? He's nailing it. Trevor Noah is on the ball. <laughs> yeah, if only he had an. Why does it? Why is his show the only one that doesn't have an audience right now? Um. Oh, good question. I don't, maybe he has a strong stance against COVID. I have no idea. It's brutal though. Like yeah. you'll see the commercials sometimes. Oh. It is rough. Like he needs a studio audience. The stu the the studio laughter really softens dog shit jokes. I mean, as, and I'm a Trevor Noah guy. I always have been. I'm a big fan of his, right, but I naturally. think he needs that studio audience. He needs it. Like, ugh, it's so bad. But anyways, uh, he said basically that like, it's possible people are saying, oh, it's just a publicity stunt for Kim Kardashian. And he was like, you can have a show coming out or something to promote and also simultaneously be being harassed by your ex-husband. <laughs> like both can be true. Um, which I think is true. Like, I think Kim Kardashian at this point gets too much shit 
Because, like, uh, there's a story in the news a week or two ago where Kim Kardashian talked about, like, um, the best way to make money is, like, get up and work or something like that. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, really? Like, sucking Ray J's dick? Like, everyone just got all over? And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I understand that she's famous for something ridiculous. And if it wasn't for that, she wouldn't have as much money as she does. But, like, she took that and ran with it <laughs> in a way that not a lot of people would have been able to. And almost immediately dropped that from her uh, her bill. <laughs> she Right, where people still, like, bring it up, obviously. But it's not her entire persona. The worst video I've ever may or may not have watched was that one. I couldn't believe. You mean worst. I couldn't believe that that is the video that blew someone up to that level. I feel like we're about two questions away from Craig saying, well, that and diddling someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That won't be coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Our very own Billy Staples. <laughs> um, but yeah, the part. So yeah, I, I defend my girl, Kim Kardashian, but also the part that fascinates me is the Pete Davidson angle where like, is he just not addressing it at all on SNL? Did you not see what he posted on? on uh, He Twitch? posted from her bed, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw that. But I'm talking about on the show. Yeah, you'd think because that's like his whole uh, weekend update thing is he comes out and says something pop culture and then leaves. Right. Which I get the idea of, you know, wanting to be the bigger man or something. But it's kind of his job to comment on that. Yeah, he wants to be the bigger man as he's sending pictures of <laughs> of. Him in Kim's right. bed to Kanye. Yeah, right. True. We read the uh, transcripts from that conversation on VGS last week, and uh, mm -hmm. it, it's very funny because he get Kanye goes in with like alpha attitude, and then gets bodied, and he goes, "Yo, come to my church. <laughs> come to mass this Sunday." Just, let me see. Let me see some of that. <laughs> let me find it. I don't know if I read the actual conversation. Which, by the way, is Pete Davidson, I, I think I saw that he's not now, but was he supposed to go to space with Jeff Bezos or something? Oh, God, I hope so, and I hope it goes down. Jesus Christ. No, I meant, like, I hope it happens. Oh, okay. Like, it's going down. I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it goes down. Yeah. <sighs> I hope Pete Davidson lives a very long life. Let's see. All right. Uh, yo, it's Skeet. Uh, that's what. Who said that? Pete Davidson. Did they, who calls him that? Uh, I'm gonna guess. Oh, did Kanye call him that online or something? Maybe. He, he I got it. Yeah, 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 I think he did. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. and I don't. And it don't gotta be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what she does for those kids is amazing, and you are so fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore, and I'm done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. And Kanye goes, oh, you using profanity now? <laughs> <laughs> there's something, there's parts of Kanye I can't stand, and there's parts I love about him. Yeah, and then he says, where are you at right now? And then that's when he says, uh... I'm in bed with your wife with a picture. Mm -hmm. And then Kanye goes, happy to see you're out of the hospital and rehab. And then Pete goes into the whole, yeah, you too. You should try it. Blah, blah, blah. Stop being an internet bitch boy. Didn't Kanye go to rehab um, or some mental facility or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a great burn, Kanye. And then Kanye, uh, Pete says, you don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so pussy and embarrassing. Uh, it's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily. And then he, Kanye says, you're more than welcome to come to Sunday service. <laughs> I do like that. It's very funny. <laughs> uh, I hate the way that I hate like the on the daily. Like I hate, I just hate the way people talk. Now. Oh, I know. It's, it's so stupid. I don't, I don't, I, it's probably cause I don't get it, but I hate it. Um, well, I'm, I think I'm uh, I'm team Kim and Kanye somehow. I'm really just against Pete Davidson. Oh, big, big team anti. I, I don't know. That's a very funny comeback, though, just taking a picture from your wife's bed. That's a great. It's an awesome comeback. I just wish you would do it. Like, I, I think Pete Davidson is a funny kid or funny guy. He's not that young now, but wish, funny, a funny gentleman. I wish you would still do, like, you know, comedy. Well, that's my point is that, like, I think he is funny. 
Um, he's far too famous for what he's like actually accomplished, but like, I think he's a funny guy. So if he, you know, clapped back, as they say on <laughs> SNL, <laughs> I think he would dominate Kanye. Oh yeah. I mean, he's got a bigger platform right now, <laughs> but not even that. Like, I think he's f- so much funnier than Kanye. Like Kanye's funny, not trying to be mm-hmm. Pete Davidson. I think could destroy him. It's, I've been I've been lobbying for this for we whether it's Brendan Schaub or Amy Schumer or any of these people use your main tool for God's sake motherfucker the best tool you have in your pocket is your humor use it Pete try it one time for the love of God Please. I'm trying to help you people Please listen to blind Mike I'm serious <laughs> it's like the Britney <sighs> well. Hopefully I'll be able to reach at least one of those people when I'm on Who Are These Podcasts this week. Did you already record? Uh, I'll be, as we as we record this, I'll be recording tomorrow. Or if you're listening to this for free, then it's already up. Who Are These Podcasts? Interesting. Um, we're doing, so we're doing The King of the Sting. <laughs> I didn't realize it's now The King, The Sting, and The Wing. Who's The Wing? Can I guess? Uh, Bobby Lee? No, it's the only way they could have made this podcast. It's the only way they could have made Brendan Schaub sound smart on this podcast. Okay. Um, is it someone in the Rogan crew? Yes, sort of. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. I could pedophile. Uh, <laughs> how did that not give it away? Pedophile? Crystalia. Oh, God. Yeah, so it's Theo Vaughn, Brendan Schaub, and Crystalia. And uh, me and Carl were talking, really? and they were shitting on Brendan Schaub for suing our boy Sion Z. Mm-hmm. And um, so he decided, like, let's go after Schaub. Let's do the King of the Sting. Um, so my goal was to find clips that make Brendan Schaub look as dumb as I could. As I was doing it, um, I found I like it made it turned me to like Brendan Schaub. In fact, one episode, uh, they had Chet Hanks on a few weeks ago. Oh, no way. Chris D'Elia was able to make me sympathize and almost like both Brendan Schaub and Chet Hanks. How do you not like Chet Hanks? Chet Hanks sounds like a Mensa candidate. <laughs> 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 He sounds like a brilliant guy. <laughs> and he's like the funniest of the three. Oh, but uh, Chris D'Elia is so fucking bad. Uh, like it is obno- the fact that I ever defended this guy, see, <laughs> even though I, I do think I was still right. But white male black comic that special that he put out is pretty funny. God damn it. Craig is really ruining his reputation. Here. It's it's pre um, blah, 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 crutch that he had. Like, he still did it, but he would still make jokes back then instead of relying on noises. So, Craig's top three. Oh, God. We got three of the four on Comedy Mount Rushmore here. This is bullshit. We've put up uh, Master of Disguise, <laughs> The Love Guru, and Chris D'Elia <laughs> on Craig's Mount Rushmore of Laughter. That's not what I said. <laughs> guy that really appreciates comedy. Uh, see, this is what happens when I'm just like, man, I actually like this one thing. <laughs> Craig says, Craig says, Doug Stanhope, dog shit. <laughs> Chris D'Elia, great. Stanhope special. It didn't grab me. Well, we'll see. I'm going to listen to the rest of it on the way home today. All right. Um... Yeah, so I'll be on uh, Who Are These Podcasts with my pal Carl. Listen to that. Um, make sure you check out patreon.com slash blindmike. If you're listening to this now for free um, and you'd like to be part of the live streams or uh, get some of the content that I mentioned, the uh, bonus content that'll be up on Patreon, or uh, get Why You Laughing a week early, Subscribe, patreon.com slash blindmike. You also get two months for free if you subscribe for the year. A little discount there for you kids. Um, <clears throat> support our pals at kljack.com. Promo code TIM10. Use promo code TIM10 for 10% off. KLJack has got your back. They sure do. 
And I've actually gotten a cease and desist. They told me if they if you use that again, they will sue you. <laughs> um, and uh, go listen to a very good show, Craig's program. Yeah, Daddy Dipshit out right now, or or we're recording tonight, something like that. One of those. There's an episode called Daddy Dipshit. Go listen to it. All right. <laughs> Anything else before we uh, sign off here? That's all I got, boss. All righty. Do you have? Do we have Garrison today? No, not yet. This guy, Craig, this is something Craig does, where if he just throws out, like, I don't have this, mm-hmm. I think every time he thinks my mind goes blank, because for the first five or six times, I go, oh, that's no problem. <laughs> and then finally it dawns on me, like, well, you should have it by now. So I recorded it on my soundboard at my house, and I forgot to grab the uh, the card with it on it to put on my work laptop. I think it's the only reason people listen to this show, and I think it's very important that you start adding it in, for Christ's sake. I might, maybe, who knows, miss uh, Pesci a little. Who knows? Well, we all miss Joe. But, uh, you know, just keep in mind, folks. I hope you're having a great day. And as always, rock on. Something, Mr. Right.